welcome to the Lift Up Your Head podcast. I am your host, Megan West. Hey friends, it is the week after Easter and what a week it has been. Man, you know, between all of the celebrations with Passover starting and um, celebrating Easter Sunday, of course, and then spending our Friday and Saturday and our Thursday just focusing in on Jesus's death and burial and what that means for us as believers in Jesus Christ. And at the same time, this last week was the peak week in our country for the COVID virus. And so there's just been so much out there, so much noise. And then also at the same time, just so much beauty in the simplicity and I don't know about you guys, but as I've just been trying to be intentional as a family with our kiddos and God's word and just spending time with the Lord as much as I can, I've certainly been missing our community. And, you know, usually as a minister in the church for many years, I've spent, you know, my Easter week preparing for um, all of our church services and really busy with that. And so it's just been a weird kind of week, not having any of those things and Um, just really slowing down. And while we miss our community, I've just found a lot of just sweet, just a lot of sweetness in this time with our family. And so I hope that you guys have been able to find that as well this last week. And if not, hopefully this week, you know, the week after Easter, you can find some intentional time um, with your roommates, with your family, just focusing in on who Jesus is. And we've definitely had a lot of fun, you know, with festivities and cooking and baking. And um, we did the resurrection rolls with the kids. And for those of you that don't know, we have three sons, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a 10-month-old. And so our lives are very much in, you know, the toddler life where we're, you know, we're at the basics. We're doing the basics over here. We're at ground level laying that foundation as a family and life is just constant messes and you know, asking why and all of those things. So everything takes longer for us right now. So we, uh, you know, our standards are very low at this point. Um, but really we, we've been learning so much, my husband and I, we've been learning a lot, um, just about why we celebrate Easter and trying to ask more of those questions. And neither one of us grew up in a Christian home. And so, um, yeah, as we're teaching our kiddos, our little kids, we have been learning so much, which has been, I'm so thankful for that. It's been really awesome. Um, so all that to say, you know, as we're going into the week after Easter, I can't help but think about the disciples and what life was like for them after Jesus's burial. And, you know, in, in several places in scripture, but in John and the last um, chapter in John and John 21, you know, it talks about how the disciples, they were locked inside of their, inside of their houses, fearing for their lives and, you know, fearing that the Jews would come and kill them just like they did their Lord, just like they did Jesus. And I can't help but think about that correlation to today and this in the coming weeks of, you know, as our government is saying that, you know, this virus is became at its peak this last week as far as we know it could you know peak again but that in the coming weeks things are just going to keep getting worse and not look that great for us as a country with the numbers increasing and deaths increasing and so there's a lot of fear out there there's a lot of people that are you know obviously we're we're in our homes we're locked in our houses and hopefully we're not all necessarily fearing for our lives like the disciples were 
But a lot of us are, a lot of us are scared and suffering and, you know, worried and afraid to go out in public or to let people come close. And so I just keep thinking about that correlation to that time. And here we are, you know, like I mentioned with all of us quarantining, all of us, you know, facing this thing and facing the effects of it in some way, shape or form. You know, many of our friends have businesses that are hurting. Several of them have had to close their businesses either permanently or temporarily. A lot of our friends have had to lay off employees. Um, We have friends that have lost their jobs. And so, I mean, there is just a lot of suffering and a lot of just hurt and pain going on right now. And it's probably going to continue happening. And in the midst of all of this, you know, here we all are kind of faced with this question of, okay, well, what now? Who are we now? What do we do now? And, you know, again, I think about the disciples and how that's probably where they were at after Jesus, you know, was buried and okay, we were listening to this guy. We believe that he's our Lord and now he's not here. What now? Are we going to die now? Are we, did we just waste everything for nothing And so just like confused and lost and and sad and all of those emotions mixed together. And so at the same time, you know, I'm sure there was a part of them that still had this hope inside of, but, but is he really Lord? Is he really Lord? And so here we are as believers in Christ, you know, knowing the fulfillment of his promises, knowing that yes, Jesus does come back. He does rise from the dead. He is resurrected and he ascends into heaven and he will come back again. And I can't wait for that day. And so, you know, we know that truth, but here we are today in our real lives, which God knows exactly where we are. And we are facing, a lot of us are facing really dire circumstances and just hard things, whether even if you haven't lost a job, even if you haven't had to close a business or you're not sick or a loved one isn't sick, in some shape or form, you are leading somebody or you are in a relationship with somebody that is suffering right now. Or maybe, you know, maybe your suffering is you're, you're struggling with isolation and, you know, asking that question of, okay, well, what's my purpose now that I can't go and have my normal life and and be with my friends and my family and do my normal routine. And so that's suffering in a way. And so how do we hold this tension between suffering, but then also as believers being hope filled? And so I want to look at Today, I want to talk about what is hope. And so we know that hope is directly correlated according to, you know, when we look at the word of God and just as believers, as we experience what hope is, it's directly correlated to joy and life and assurance. It's an assurance. It's, it's hope is directly correlated to purpose and strength. And so we know that, you know, by the definition that hope is the expectation of a future good. And so this is something that, you know, our hope, it's something that you can't yet see necessarily. Like you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Like for me, I don't know what the outcome is going to be with this virus and for our family and for our parents and for our business and, you know, for our communities and and our church and all these things. I don't know what the outcome is going to look like in a month, 
three months, six months. I have no idea, but I am choosing to expect a future good. I am anticipating that something good will come out of this as hard as it is. And so a hope, when we hope, it, we're, we're putting our hope in something that we can't yet see, but we believe it anyway. And so it's the expectation of a future good. And as believers, we know that this can only be found in God through Christ alone. And so we know that Christ, he is the only one, the only thing that is constantly good. He is the only one that we know that, like I said, in a month, three months, six months, two years from now, he will still be who he says he is. He will still be on his throne. He will still fulfill his promises. He will still come back and that he is still meeting with us today, exactly where we are, that he sends the Holy Spirit to speak to us, to guide us, to minister to our hearts. And so we can put our hope in Christ. Guys, there's nothing else. There's no one else that has that kind of assurance. You know what I'm talking about? There is, I mean, you know, not even my marriage, not even my kids' lives, not even, not nothing, not even my life, not even my home, nothing that I have is, has assurance. You know, we can get insurance to help protect us, but that doesn't mean that none of these things will be taken away from me or lost. That's just life. That's just humanity. And so, you know, as we're faced with this, of things can be taken away, but at the end of it all, where does our hope lie? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to make it through this life without having hope because that's just not a life at all. I want to have joy and have life and assurance and purpose and strength. So if this week you find yourself that you are maybe struggling a little bit with hopelessness, we have all been there in some way or capacity. I just want to remind you who Christ is, that he has the expectation of future good and whose you are. You belong to him and in him you can expect good things to happen. You can expect to have life and joy and a purpose. And maybe you, you know, a part of that, maybe you're struggling with man, what is my purpose in this season? You know, like I mentioned earlier, now that I don't have my, my normal routine and I know I'm there a little bit, you know, I, I'm at home with the kids pretty much 24 seven right now with no, you know, no help coming in. All of us moms are in that same boat. Or if you're one of my single friends that you find yourself between, you know, maybe you're working at home or maybe you have to go to work still and then you're just home by yourself. You know, that can be a hard place too. We're all in this together and we're all experiencing just discomfort in some way, shape, or form. And so in that, it can be so easy for us to question, man, what's our purpose in all of this? You know, what do I do now? Like what, why, what really matters now? Um, or maybe, you know, you can feel like the behind the scenes, you know, what, what's happening behind closed doors in your home. No one else is going to see it. So who cares? Doesn't matter. And that's not true either. And so, you know, we need to be reminded that even in this season, you know, just like the disciples, how they were, you know, in their homes, fearing for their lives, while we have to be in our homes right now, you know, protecting one another from getting sick and not exposing anybody to germs. Um, you know, even though that's some, a place that we kind of have to be in right now, we don't have to fear for our lives. And in fact, I propose and I think that we can in this season 
find an even greater purpose in the behind the scenes. It gives us an opportunity in the coming weeks for us to really not just slow down our routines and our schedules, which have already kind of been forced on us, but man, we have to choose to slow down our minds and to slow down our hearts and our souls to really find that inner rest. You know what I'm talking about? To not just like rush through the to-do list, rush through our days, try to keep everything together and everybody together. This is an opportunity for us to find rest in this season and to maybe even to relearn our beliefs, maybe even to relearn who we are, what your purpose is, what am I about? And so I just want to remind you that in this season, you have a great purpose. And in the middle of trying to figure out, you know, what does my purpose look like in this season? I know for me, it can be really easy for me to try to compare with other people's missions or, you know, life's assignments or just kind of how they're doing things, how they're navigating. And it's one thing to, you know, look at friends or mentors or people that you admire for insight and input of like, oh, I really admire that person. How are they navigating this? I want to like, I want to take some of those tools and try to put them into place in my own life. That's something that's really good and actually really helpful and something that has really benefited me in my journey and that I continue to do. But it's another thing to look at other women and other people and to just envy and just to kind of, you know, you get to this place where you're kind of bummed out about your own life. You know what I'm saying? In different areas. And, um, you know, especially in this time where we are isolated at home in ways that we are doing everything on our phones right now. I don't know about you guys, but I just got a notification on my phone yesterday that said, you know, your your iPhone time has increased by 25%. And so I was kind of shocked by that, but then I realized, oh, but I'm like doing so much communication on my phone right now. So I'm not going to really feel bad about that. But at the same time, it can be really easy to kind to get sucked into social media, which I'm thankful for in so many ways, but to kind of get on that train of just like scrolling through people's lives and just assuming that, you know, oh, they've got it all figured out or they look amazing or, you know, they're perfect or man, they're not struggling or suffering. And none of that's true. And we know that, but we can get caught in this trap of comparing. And so in this place of trying to figure out our purpose, you know, I think about, um, you know, what Jesus and Peter's interaction in uh, John 21 was talking about where Jesus, you know, he, he tells Peter to just to follow him. Peter asks, you know, what now, God, what do you want me to, what do you want me to do? I love you, Lord. What do you want me to do? And he says, just follow me, just follow me. And then, you know, Peter asks, referring to John, you know, in scripture, it says the, the one, the one Jesus loved. And Peter asked, what about this man? And Jesus reply, I love this. Jesus reply, reply says, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. You follow me. Don't worry about John. Don't worry about, you know, what your sister over here is doing. You know, pray for them, encourage them, admonish them, lift them up. But don't worry about what they're doing. You need to focus on what I've asked you to do. And so Jesus tells Peter, I've asked you to follow me. So you follow me. You be obedient to that. 
And so I just, that's been really speaking to me, especially with this week after Easter and the in-between moment of, you know, Jesus, his resurrection and his ascension to heaven, where he's coming back and he's teaching his disciples and reminding them of who they are, reminding them of their purpose, reminding them of the assignment that he's called them to, and then promising the Holy Spirit to come and fill them, to be their guide and to, to minister to them and to lead them which we have today. And so it just reminds me of, you know, this place where as we're trying to figure out, you know, God, what do you want us to do in this season? You know, what we have to do is we got to live our own life of faithfulness and we can't compare it to anyone else's. So that makes me think about Psalm 16, six that says the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. And so, girls, that's something that we have to remember in this season, that we have a delightful inheritance in God and that he has set the boundary lines for us in pleasant places. And in him, we lack no good thing. And side note, that's something that I've been enjoying in this season of quarantine as many things that I haven't been enjoying. Um, But one thing that I've loved is there is no more fear of missing out. I think I saw a meme somewhere, you know, that it said something about like FOMO is gone. FOMO is out the window. And so, you know, there's no events. There's no gatherings that we're missing out on. No girlfriends getting together without us. Like it's just, we're all doing kind of similar things at home. And so, you know, we, we can't have that FOMO with our life. We have to remember that God has set us. He set us in a pleasant place with boundary lines for our good. And so we got to remember that in this season. And so you know, just some practical things that we can do to remind us of who we are. And maybe, you know, if you're questioning, okay, what, well, what does my purpose need to look like? Um, what, what am I called to do now? What, what can I do to, to grow and to encourage the people around me, even though I'm stuck at home right now, or, you know, I'm, my routines just kind of look different. I'm at work and then I come home and that's it. You know, something that I love to do, and I know that we're not all journalers, but guys, it is so good to put pen to paper and just to write thoughts down, or maybe you're more of a typer on your computer, on the notes app on your phone, but write your thoughts down. Like it is so important for us. It's good actually for our brains to kind of brain dump and get those things that are always constantly like floating in our, in our mind whether they're truths or whether they're, you know, like lies that we're struggling with or, you know, just that domino effect of thoughts that can happen, especially with us women, you know, it's so good to write those things down. So I would just encourage you, you know, whether, like I said, whatever medium you choose, just take a few minutes each day. It doesn't have to be a long period of time, but just like set your timer for like three minutes, five minutes, whatever, you know, 10 minutes would be great. And just journal a little bit about what God is doing. Like, God, what are you doing in my life? What are you doing in the world right now? What are you doing in the people around me? And just start to like think on his love and his goodness in your life and write down things that you're, what you're thankful for, what you're grateful for. I mean, how many of you know that gratitude actually changes the chemistry in our brains? It changes our our thoughts and our brain patterns. And so think on that, meditate on what is good on the things that you are thankful for in your life and take that time to focus less on perfection. You know, this isn't like, you know, how can I become better? How can I, you know, how can I become a better version of myself even, but just like, so don't focus on perfection, but focus more on meaning 
meaning. You, you know, all of us have meaning in our lives. Like, who am I, God? What have you created me for? What, what's something that you love about me? I just love that. Take that time and just ask God, God, what do you, what do you love about me? And he will tell you, he will show you, like, think on those things that, that are true about who you are. And in that, he will remind you. He will remind you of who he is and who you are. And enjoy enjoy moments with the people around you. And if you're not around anybody right now, enjoy time with God. Man, this is, this is a season for us to really like just spend time with, with him and in his presence and to grow and enjoying that, enjoying his presence. And he does so much inner work in our lives as we do that. And, you know, this is an opportunity too, for us to reach out to people and to bless ways. And so, you know, as you're spending a little bit of time of journaling and writing down what you're grateful for, write down the people that you're grateful for and why you're grateful for them. And then maybe even take a minute and send a text message or take a picture of what you wrote down and send it to them or, you know, film like a one minute video or 30 second clip and send it to somebody. And just those little things do so much in people's lives. Really, they do. And so, you know, that while, you know, purpose is such a big word right now, it can look really small, but it, it does so much. We're all in the season together. So my prayer for you girls this week is that I pray that you would remember that you are right where you're supposed to be as hard as this season is the good and the bad, the frustrating and the beautiful moments for sure the peace and the chaos, the quiet and the noise of the world, you are right where you're supposed to be in this moment. And so I just pray that you would be inspired to do it well. Whatever is in front of you, do it well. Don't give up and do it with all of your heart right now and give this season your everything. And that I'm not talking about striving. I'm just talking about intentionality and meaning you have so much meaning and you have so much to offer and God has so much to offer you in this season. And so, man, I, my prayer is that this season would be a time that we all come out of this stronger and knowing who we are even more, knowing our purpose even more, having even like deeper relationships with people because of how intentional we've been in relationships. And I pray that you would remember that Christ will meet you exactly where you are and he longs to be glorified through your life in this season. So don't give up on what he's asking you to do. Don't give up on the daily, just little intentional moments that build up and that make a a long impact. And remember to steward this season well and just see what he will do with it. It's going to be so good. I really believe that. And remember to put your hope in him because he is our future good. And so sisters, I just bless you this week. I pray that you would remember that God is shining his light on you. You were created to be radiant. And I'll talk to you girls next week. I hope that you all have such a great week. And also, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast through your preferred app if you like it. I hope you enjoy it. And if you can, give me a good rating and review. That'll help other people to find it in the future. And then share it with your friends. The more, the merrier. We'd love to have more people join us here each week. 
And then remember, you can find me on the socials at Instagram and Facebook. My handle is Megan Francis West. So come find me there, interact with me there. I'd love to meet you and chat with you on the socials. So bless you. Have a great week. Lift up your hands.